What is good, Divine Family? So, long story short, I am a little bit behind schedule when I normally upload these. It is a little bit later in the day, but I figured if I uh, go ahead and read it now, you can listen to it during rush hour or for the rest of your day. Just wanted to help you somehow leverage the Thursday energy, the Jupiter energy, having to do with expansion, business, finance, entrepreneurship, any of those things having to do with business. So let's get into it. We are almost done with this book. Um, this page that I'm on is going to be like 64, page 64, 60, 63, 64 out of 77 pages. So we're just about done. Um, of the book, The Science of Getting Rich, The Proven Mental Program on How to Get Rich. So by uh, Dr. Wallace Waddles. So let's get into it. Now it says, um, this section is titled The Impression of Increase. <clears throat> it says, whether you change your vocation or not, your actions for the present must be those pertaining to the business in which you are now engaged. You can get into business, into the business you want by making constructive use of the business you are you are already established in by doing your daily work in a, and there's that word, certain way. In so far as your business consists in dealing with other men, whether personally or by letter, the key thought of all your efforts must be to convey to their minds the impression of increase. Ooh, that's a gem right there. That's a gem right there. I'm going to make sure to put in the title, something for entrepreneurs. Um, or if you're in sales also, I'm going to read it one more time. It says the key thought of all, okay, I want to get into preacher, preacheress mode, of all your efforts must be to convey to their minds the impression of increase. Increase is what all men and women are seeking. And I love how he put in there, and women, okay? We about this money too. We about this increase too. Increase is what all men and all women are seeking. Not boys and girls, men and women. It is the urge of the formless intelligent within them seeking fuller expression. Okay? The urge of formless intelligence within them. So if you're kind of dealing like, I'm low-key going to throw some shade here. If you're dealing with someone who's not really into increase, not really trying to advance themselves or their lives or people around them, then that lets you know that they're not really at their highest level of consciousness, that they don't really have a, uh, um, a lot of depth in terms of formless intelligence because men and women who um, have the urge of formless intelligence within them are going to be seeking fuller expression in increase, okay? The desire for increase is inherent in all nature, or it should be. <laughs> it is the fundamental impulse of the universe. All, <clears throat> all human activities are based on the desire for increase. People are seeking more food, more clothes, better shelter, right? Not just shelter, better shelter, more luxury, more beauty, more knowledge, more pleasure, increase in something, more life. I freaking 
Love that. Every living thing is under this necessity for continuous advancement. Where increase of life ceases, dissolution and death set in at once. So when, whenever you stop looking for seek, for increase, dissolution and death, dissolution means you're just like dissolving, um, falling apart, breaking down, coming to an end. Um, it says where increase of life ceases, dissolution and death set in at once. Have mercy. This is so deep. Let me keep going. I'm sure we'll talk about this in our Oracle messages. So let me just keep going. It says, man instinctively knows this and hence he is forever seeking more. The law of perpetual increase is set forth by Jesus in the parable of the talents. Only those who gain more retain any. From him who hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Now, for those of you who are not not picking up on it quite, there's a um, parable in the Bible where the, um, the business owner, he has three employees and he gives one like five coins. He gave one three and he gave one two or one coin. And the one that had five, like converted it to 10, the one that had three converted it to like five or six. And then the one that had one, he buried his. And so, um, he punished the one that buried his coin and gave it to the one that had 10, um, that type of thing. So it's just the idea that the principle that when you are blessed, you are still expected to multiply and to increase and to have, you know, return on interest, return on investment, right? Compound interest right? So it says, um, the normal desire for increased wealth is not an evil or a reprehensible thing. It is simply the desire for more abundant life as it is aspiration. And I think it's so funny because a lot of women, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it. A lot of women, we value things such as wealth, right? And we are always wanting better for ourselves and for our children. I think that it's a part of our subconscious, but we like to set standards. We like to, which is funny because you would think the men would be kind of more in line with it. I think that some are, um, I've been fortunate to be around, you know, men that are driven. Um, but I think that, those are kind of outliers. I don't know what happened. I won't be able to explain it here in this podcast, but I think that it's so interesting that you do have men who shy away from the idea of increased wealth. You know, they want to tell you that you should be comfortable with making 40,000 and know how to live with 40,000 and go 50-50 in a partnership and um, even I will say like with one of my friends, I have to kind of help her just a little bit, not too much, but um, in the sense that she was talking about planning her future based on her staying at this fixed income. And I'm like, no, your inc- income is going to increase every year. You're going to become more profitable. You're going to have more abundance. And you're not only going to buy your first home, but multiple homes and investment properties and vineyards. And your money has to increase and and surpass. So I know that a lot of it has to do with social conditioning and programming and the way that we're taught about how we make our money. Um, 
but I just, I'm, I'm going to call it, but I've, I've observed and, and a part of it has to do, like, I think it's one of those things where I see more of the content where it's more men online in those conversations where they're just really scared of money and wealth. Um, whereas the women are more kind of like, let me go out there, let me make this money, whether it's going to be passively or through a career profession or some type of, um, profitable enterprise. Um, but in my real life, um, thankfully, I think the community I'm in, there's that drive or that ambition, or it's an understanding that it's a natural, healthy part of life. So, but it's just kind of interesting dynamic. Anyways, let's get back into it. Let me, let's get back into it. Right. Cause it says man instinctively knows this and hence he is forever seeking more. And I think, you know, what I'm picking up on here too, and, and um, I want to try to remember to keep the comments open for this one because I want to hear your input. But I think that um, as we're gauging, you know, how we become rich, we're also surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. And there's lessons within these lessons. Sometimes they're caught and I'm pointing out the ones that are coming to mind and I hope you're picking up on them too, but we already have two checklists of the type of people you, two, um, two items on the checklist of the type of people that we should have around us. And the first one was the people that you're around should have an increase. They should be seeking um, fuller expression and abundance. And the second one here is you should be around people who are forever seeking more. And I know that can trigger some people because then they get into, well, rich people are never satisfied and, you know, um, they're never happy. And we will talk about that in Oracle messages. Um, but I almost wonder if it has to do with our, our conditioning and our programming, because, um, when I, when I think about reading from the book, um, how rich people think, I start to see how we were taught so many bad things. And one of those negative or limiting beliefs that we're sold is, oh, rich people are never happy when to a certain degree, because there are some people who are just not but I almost wonder if it's one of those things where we see them like, you know, when we think about our bosses and sometimes some of the most aggravating bosses were just the ones who were always looking for more perfection, always looking to make sure that they could go to the next level. And sometimes it can feel like, dang, this person is just trying to drain me dry or trying to, you know, take me for everything or just never happy. But in reality, they're on a different plane on a different level and understanding that every day in every way I'm becoming a better version of my of myself every day in every way I have a I am forever seeking more right and what I love about this and what brings that and I'm gonna um, keep moving along is remember we're following this formula and this formula is very healthy so if you're seeking abundance in this way um forever it's it's healthy. I think that's a healthy contrast compared to the ways we've been conditioned. Um, I want to remind you that we're not going to study all of the negative ways we were conditioned. We're going to study the healthy formula. And the healthy formula was to think in a certain way and to do business in a certain way, right? And to meditate and to reflect on things a certain way and to be creative in a certain way, right? And so um, hence, we are forever seeking more, 
Okay, I hope that kind of helps a little bit. It says, this law of perpetual increase. I love that. Perpetual really is another word for just never ending, forever. This law of perpetual increase is set forth set forth by Jesus in the parable of the talents. Okay, I already read that. It said, the normal desire for increased wealth is not it an evil or a reprehensible thing. It is simply the desire for more abundant life. It is aspiration. And because it is the deepest instinct of all our natures, of their natures, all men and women are attracted to him who can give them more of the means of life. Listen, I know this has to do with money, but for those of us who are single, it is a-okay to seek someone and be attracted to him or her who can give them more of the means of life. Right? No more guilting each other for that. Right? And we're embodying that. It says, in following the certain way as described in the foregoing pages, you are getting continuous increase for yourself, and you are giving it to all whom you all with whom you deal. You are a creative center. I freaking love that. That is a great um, affirmation for you to take away from this one. I am a creative center. I am a creative center on your job, in your relationships, at home, with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones, in your enterprises. I am a creative center from which increase is given off to all. Be sure of this and convey assurance of the fact to every man, woman, and child with whom you come in contact. Remember at the beginning he was talking about how you want to impress in everybody's mind the law of increase, perpetual increase. No matter how small the transaction, even if it is it be only the selling of a stick of candy to a little child, put into it the thought of increase and make sure that the customer is impressed with the thought. A gem, a gem, y'all. This is a gem. Um, Like I said, I, I know we took a little bit of time for us to get from the first paragraph to this point, but for entrepreneurs, I feel like in the first two or three minutes, you could have logged off and really take that with you for the rest of your life and for the rest of your business enterprises. But here it is again, just kind of reiterating that fact. It says, convey the impression of advancement, okay, with everything you do. So that all people shall receive the impression that you are an advancing person and that you advance all who deal with you. I freaking love this. I'm going to say it, you know, um, I love it. I love this reminder. This is my third time reading this book and I'm going to definitely, I think what's different is the first time I, you know, you sit down and you read it, it's only 77 pages, but there's something about um, taking the time and reading it out verbally and going over it with you and then taking a week to just reflect on this and marinate on it and make it a, a lifestyle and make it a habit. Um, but this is a game changer because then it starts to turn into um, I'm different from everyone else 
And I know that I'm a blessing and I'm looking for other people who are blessings too, who are for advancement and prosperity and wealth and riches and abundance and creativity. It says, convey the impression of advancement with everything that you do so that all people shall receive the impression that you are an advancing person. And I love it because Age of Aquarius is a perfect time to do that. You know, this is not the time to be stagnant. This is not the time to be fixed. This is the time to think outside of the box. This is the time to look for new models. This is the ways, this is the time to refresh your thoughts on the old ways of doing things. This is the time to break out of structures and the paradigms and the patriarchal system or the old white old white man's way of doing things, right? Let's add some melanin in there. Let's add some estrogen in there. Let's add some creativity in there. Let's add some flexibility in there. Let's add some color in there, right? Let's add some flow in there. Age of Pisces is everything um, covert, uh, patriarchal, mystery, hidden, right? Age of Aquarius is about expansion, um, creativity, expression, color, um, reform, innovation, okay? Convey the impression of advancement with everything you do so that all people shall receive the impression that you are an advancing person and that you advance all who deal with you. And, and, you know, I'm really just harping in on that. And I'm definitely soaking this message up too for myself, because it's like, you can even hear when I talk about in my podcast, I say I'm different because I look at things from this perspective, I want to, you know, and then I go into the details about what sets me apart, but it's always I want to impress in your mind. And part of it could be that when I read this, it started to impress in my mind. But now I'm really understanding what was happening with the subconscious when I read this the first time. But I'm looking to add value to you. Each of these podcasts, even if they're just chit chats, I'm trying to add some type of value or information that you can use that is very practical. And we analyze things together, but I'm trusting that you're going to be enriched as a result of it, right? Ooh. But I just love it. it says that all people... And I love that they said, you know, in the previous um, paragraph, it says, no matter how small the transaction, it says, be sure of this and convey assurance of the fact to every man, every woman, every child with whom you come in contact. Even the people whom you meet in a social way without any thought of business and to whom you do not try to sell anything Give the thought of increase. Y'all, this is such a gem. Try it. Try it for 21 days. Try it for a month. Try it for, you know, 30 days and and see how that works for you. Okay? It says, you can convey this impression by holding the unshakable faith that you yourself are the way of increase right? It goes back to that mantra. I am a creative center. I am a way of increase. I am a way of increase. That is so, oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so glad I decided to read this for you guys today. 
And how appropriate, right? Because we're talking a little bit about leveraging the, the energies that you guys know I like to read these on Thursdays, but Thursdays are ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter has to do with expansion, right? And so here's that alignment with business, expansion, increase, right? It says, and by letting this faith inspire, fail, and permeate every action, Believe that you are the way of increase and let this faith inspire you, fill you, and permeate. Permeate is like, permeate is like, it is in every cell and fiber of your being. It's like you are saturated with this, right? It says, do everything that you do in the firm conviction that you are an advancing personality and that you are giving advancement to everybody. This is such a contrast, I think, especially for what you see in the everyday world. I mentioned that I think in my community, there's a healthy sense of advancement, but, um, but it's like, it could probably be a little bit more, just a tad. I actually think where I'm at is good, but just to see it a little bit more in them, see a little bit more in myself. I can tell you the online virtual world is a little bit of crap. It's it's people. <laughs> I'm part of the coronavirus club. Uh, I call it the um, Cerveza Club. I'm one of those people that before the pandemic, um, I had quit my job and started working for myself full time, like literally three months before, three to six months before the pandemic hit. And um, so before that, I was coming home at 12, uh, midnight from long days of work type of thing and getting stuff done. Um, but, And so not really having a lot of time to be online, but I can tell you being online, there's a contrast in the way that people think. And now I think that when I look at social media, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be taking inventory of, does this person consider themselves to be an advancing personality? You know, just something for you to think about. It's kind of going to be, I think, in the back of my head, back of my mind, kind of moving forward, right? It says, um, do everything that you do in the form, in the firm conviction that you are, you are an advancing personality and that you are giving advancement to everybody. Feel that you are getting rich and that in doing so you are making others rich and conferring benefits to all. I'm just going to say the only thing that comes to mind right now is currency, right? Energy exchange. Um, You provide a good, I give you money. Um, I put money into your pocket. I walk away with, with something of value, right? But by us being rich, we help others make rich. We help others get rich also. It says, do not boast or brag of your success or talk about it unnecessarily. True faith is never boastful. We will talk more about this in future oracles, but for the sake of this reading, I'm going to go on. But that's going to be important. And I am definitely learning that to temper that and what that will mean to keep things healthy with my friends and my family. Um, as my life t- lifestyle changes, um, to not be in a position where I'm boasting or bragging, um, but um, just living in that true faith, right? Not to boast. It says, wherever you find a boastful person, you find one who is secretly doubtful and afraid. 
fascinating. Simply feel the faith and let it work out in every transaction. Let every act and tone and look express the quiet assurance that you are getting rich or that you are rich, right? It says, and that you are, there you go. I'm already in tune with Dr. Waddles. What's good? It says, uh, I'm going to read it so that you understand what was happening here. It says, feel the faith, let it work out in every transaction, let every act and tone and look express the quiet assurance that you are getting rich that you are already rich those are his words but i was already kind of like jumping ahead of the the gun here so it says words will not be necessary to communicate this feeling to others they will feel the sense of increase when in your presence and will be attracted to you again Okay, you must so impress others that they will feel that in associating with you, they will get increase, that they will get increase for themselves. See that you give them a use value greater than the cash value you are taking from them. And that's a gem for entrepreneurs. I think that um, if you're gravitating to this message, you might want to just download this PDF and revisit this um, chapter of the increase and kind of sit with it because he really goes into detail with this one but it says see that you give them use value okay in terms of value greater than the cash value you are taking from them i remember reading about this um approach in another book before but like i said if you're an entrepreneur um this this is going to carry you far as well and there's a skill to it um and 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 we might talk about it more as i find a better way to articulate what i found about this in future oracles so just kind of look out for that it says take an honest pride in doing this and let everybody know it and you will have no lack of customers Woo! this is y'all this is People will go where they are given increase and the supreme, that's in caps, the supreme, which desires increase in all and which knows all, will move toward you men and women who have never heard of you. Your business will increase rapidly and you will be surprised at the unexpected benefits which will come to you. You... Oh, I feel like I'm blessing you, right? Like, <laughs> like, come here, my child. Let me read this, you know, anoint your head with this and like speak this into your life. You will be able from day to day to make larger combinations, secure greater advantages, and to go on into a more congenial vocation if you desire to do so. Mm. By doing all this, you must never lose sight of your vision of what you want or your faith and purpose to get what you want. Let me here give you another word of caution in regard to motives. Beware of the insidious temptation to seek for power over other men. Ooh, this is... I think, you know, my initial reaction to this, I don't really, I'm more of an introvert. 
So to me, I'd rather just be rich and not worry about power. I think this one is more talking to my divine masculines who like to come in and listen to these to this type of content. Um, I don't have any insight on it, but I, I, you know, something to think about. We also do have our divine feminines who like to seek power. I had one, one, um, a woman that was a boss, and she seemed more like in that power hungry category. Um, but yeah, let's see what he has to say because it says, "Beware of the insidious temptation to seek for power over other men." It says, "Nothing is more pleasant." to the unformed or partially developed mind as exercise of power or dominion over others. It says the desire to rule for selfish gratification has been the curse of the world. For countless ages, kings and lords have drenched the earth with blood in their battles to extend their dominions. This not to seek more life for all, but to get more power for themselves. Today, the main motive of in the business and industrial world is the same. Men marshal their armies of dollars and lay waste the lives and hearts of millions in the same mad scramble for power over others. Commercial kings like political kings are inspired for the lust for power it says jesus saw in this desire for mastery the moving impulse of that evil world he sought to overthrow read the 23rd chapter of matthew and see how he pictures the lust of the pharisees to be called master Ooh, ooh, this is a stinger. And again, like just reading this, this is a drag. Um, the the um Matthew 23rd, I think, is a sermon on the mount. And you know, this is gonna definitely go to my arsenal. Y'all know I have a thing for Christianity. I came out of it, but in that is a lot of talk about the master of this and what to do with your master. I just realized that I um ran out of time have i been talking for more than 30 minutes um i'm gonna go up a paragraph i apologize if it overlaps a little bit but we're almost done i'm actually like literally just two paragraphs away um it is what it is so let's just take it one paragraph up it says today the main motive in the business and industrial world is the same. Men marshal their armies of dollars and lay waste the lives and hearts of millions in the same and scramble for power over others. Commercial kings like political kings are inspired by the lust of power. The part that I think might have gotten cut off is the part where it says Jesus saw this desire for mastery, the moving impulse of that evil world um, that he sought to overthrow. It says read um 23rd chapter of matthew and i believe that's the sermon on the mount but he wants us to look at how you know it says here see how he pictures the lust of the pharisees to be called master so they wanted to be called master and you hear that in different parts of the bible where you know you have this wordplay and scenarios and illustrations about you know the master being in control and some people will use that language to um, lord it on other people, right? And that's kind of one of my pet peeves also. Um, they had a lust to be called master, right?
So he says here, see how he pictures the lust of the Pharisees to be called master, to sit in high places, to domineer over others and to lay burdens on the backs of the less fortunate and how he compares his lust for dominion with the brotherly seeking for the common good to which he calls his disciplines. Disciples, <laughs> the disciples, look out for the temptation to seek for authority, to become a master, to be considered as one who is above the common herd to impress others by, by lavish display and so on. And this is interesting because I think he's what he's doing here is he's fine-tuning. He wants us, remember we were talking earlier and we were going to say like, I'm not like the other girls or I'm different or I'm set apart. I am the way of increase. That is a contrast and a healthier contrast and a 5D um, mindset as opposed to the lower vibrational 3D low consciousness is you're doing it to just be impressive, but there's no follow through. Like if you are the way of increase, it's gonna automatically unfold and manifest in their lives versus this is just about visibility and titles, if that kind of makes sense. And so here it's talking about, you know, you're wanting to become master to be considered as one who's above the common herd right? And to impress others by lavish display. And this is, you know, for people who like to lead with their money, people who like to, um, yeah, I think for those of you who are kind of like in the dating world or whatever relationships, we talk about how like, you know, rich guys try to lead with their money versus trying to get to know you as, as a companion and or talk more about the lifestyle, but it's kind of like, they're just trying to impress you with their car and their houses and, and their clothing, but um, yeah, you just want to stay away from that. And I think that um, even when you talk about how you are with your family and friends, you know, um, it's okay to wear nice things and to have nice things, but you don't have to be braggadocious about it. Um, I think you kind of talk, talked about that in a previous paragraph where he was talking about um, um, boasting, right? you don't want to be one of those people who are boasting let's just finish this up because it's it's almost done here it says the mind that seeks for mastery over others is a competitive mind and the competitive mind is not the creative one remember earlier in the reading we were talking about the difference between competition and cre create creation and a lot of us have been conditioned to compete when really, when you're in a a lane of creating, um, it sets you so far ahead and above in a good way from other people that it takes you out of this um, wanting to like domineer over other people or to want to trample on them to get ahead. So this one is also a gem for um, entrepreneurs. If this is the first chapter you're listening to, um, I think if you if you type in, because oh, I know I didn't use the word create. Maybe I did use the word creative, but you're going to want to go back and read that chapter or just, like I said, download the PDF. But this sentence right here is just a really strong um, maxim 
guiding principle for you to, to go by it says the mind that seeks for mastery over others is the competitive mind and the competitive mind is not the creative one in order to master your environment and your destiny it is not at all necessary that you should rule over your fellow men and indeed when you fall into the world struggle for the high places you begin to be conquered by fate and environment and you're getting rich becomes a matter of chance and speculation. I know we talked about this to a certain degree in that chapter, but I wanted to just kind of unpack that a little bit with you because um, I wanted you to think about if you you believe in an abundance of creative ideas, every day you should be getting like hundreds of ideas, right? Because at the end of the day, when you look at your natal chart, you, you think differently and you speak different and you create differently. So um, no one is ever going to be able to get into your head and do and articulate and do things in a certain way that you do. But if you're trying to do the same content as another YouTuber, do the same um content as another podcaster or do the same services as another realtor or do the same um provide the same services and goods as another business person in in you know you're waiting on them to come out like let's just say with the red car when you see their red car you know v6 or something or the jaguar f9 type right it's like you're waiting for them and there's a lag and you're subject to what they do versus if you say, you know what, I like luxury and I like speed and I like horsepower and I want a different color and you come out with a magenta um, Jaguar SUV or something, you know what I'm saying, that has never been thought about before. Yeah, other people can want to copy you, but now you've set apart because you're using the principle of creation versus competition, and you're always going to be creating. So next next year, it's going to be a lime green, um, maybe underwater type of vehicle that can go on land and water you know, or, or something, but I'm, but you see what I'm saying? Like now you're in creation mode. So who cares what the competition does? Because if you were to wait to compete next year, all they might do is just come out with the blue color of the same car. And you're waiting to then come out with your blue version and their sales will have gone up while you're waiting to duplicate. And you're always going to be known as a duplicator. And so when it says you become conquered by fate and environment, and you're getting rich becomes matter of chance and speculation. Speculation, you're observing what everybody else is doing and then copying what they're doing. Just create your own lane. Be yourself. Be your own individual, right? Be the original. I really hope that helped. All right, so here's the last sentence. It says, beware of the competitive, competitive mind, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. No better statement of the principle of creative action can be formulated than the favorite declaration of the late golden rule by Jones of Toledo. What I want for myself, I want for everybody, right? And so that kind of just ties into when I was saying like, when you stop and say, well, I love luxury, I love horsepower, I love speed, I love performance in my cars, I love these colors, 
now you're innovating it. Now you're making it the best of the best. And now you're wanting it for everybody. And it kind of just ties back into that rule about you are the way of increase. You are the way of advancement. You are the way of, you are the creative center. And every person you're impressing in your mind that they're going to want speed and they're going to want performance and they're going to want luxury in their, in their vehicle and comfort, right? So just something for you to think about. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit tired of talking too. I've gone over the 30 minutes, but so it looks like we have one, two, two more chapters. No, three, three more chapters. Um, they're going to be on the shorter side. Um, cause I just ended on page, what page was that? 68, 67. So we got 10 more pages to go. I hope this was a blessing for you. Um, and I'm just going to remind you, I'm not sure if we're going to do another reading of this one, of this, of this PDF, because I feel like every time we read it again, there's going to be new illuminations and new ways and new perspective and, and um, things that I've learned from since the first time I've read it and what it means in different ways. So I will think about that. I have maybe about a month to think about if I want to do a second reading alongside with you, but I want to use this time to encourage you to download the PDF for free from thesecret.tv.com. You can also listen to the audiobook version. It's like an hour and 15 minutes on YouTube. It's a great Thing to listen to on your way to and from work or as you're running your errands. Um, you can also buy the book for like under $5, um, I think for like $3.69 on Amazon. Um, so yeah, just something for you to think about. But um, this is something that I will definitely continue to read, even if I do it on my own behind the scenes, um, probably in the same manner. You know what? Maybe as I'm saying that, maybe it just because I really have been getting a lot of use out of it, reading the chapters with you, I might just go ahead and do a second reading because it does help me. Um, and there's something about reading and speaking it out word by word versus just skimming through it. And I want it to feel new every time. So yeah, we'll probably get a second reading um, of, of this booklet. Um, so yeah, this one was a little bit longer than usual. Um, until the next podcast, I hope you are blessed and I will, you know, try to be here next Thursday. So um, take care. Bye.